0: Travel with us now through the dimensions of time, beyond even the furthest stars, as we search out new and wondrous worlds far from eternal. On this journey, we will review comics, movies, shows, and more that hold a special place in our own fandom. What new world will be discovered this week? Find out right now, as Legends of Skull goes off world so hey did you get that email uh, oh, <laughs> reinforcements and my head went in my hands when I saw that one because uh,
1: I wasn't expecting them so soon that's so <laughs> soon that's the thing I just talked to you about like oh I couldn't get into the you know poxus wave like I wanted to and then it's yeah, like yeah. it's like oh there's Now you know. What is it? Let me bring it up here. Uh, The call for help rings out. (laughs) Honestly, though, I was kind of dumb when I saw that subject line. I'm like, the call for help rings out. I'm like, are they are they looking for volunteers or yeah? You know, before I opened it, I'm like, Mm -hmm. because they just announced Legion's Con and everything. So I'm like, oh, maybe this they're like trying to set up like. You know, like, PowerCon does that, or they did in years past, I don't think this year, where, like, through the org forums, they'd be like, hey, we need, you know, people checking tickets and helping at the, you know, merch booth and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that's that's what I thought it was going to be. Like, oh, yeah, Legion's Khan is here. Can you guys, you know, Then I open yeah. it up and it's like, oh uh, that beautiful Nate Bart artwork there. And uh the wait is almost over. They are coming. And I'm like, oh, it's the builders.
0: Yeah. And I'm it's like the builders. I as much as I was happy to see that, I was also like, I was thinking this was gonna hit in March or April, not right at the beginning of the year when I didn't have the funds at the moment. And right. I'm pretty sure by the time I get my funds, that's also so- when they're gonna be out of reinforcements, and I'll wait for the next wave of reinforcements. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and I mean I'm sure you picked up on it right away too As soon as I saw that journal entry and the numbers I'm like oh that's a date It did take yeah. me a minute on the time Cause I'm like what's at the end though And I'm like oh 11 a.m. Eastern mm-hmm. I was like, so,
0: 11 um, Eastern yeah Next Saturday
1: Is that Saturday? Yeah that is Saturday week, 20 from today. week from yeah, today Week yep. from today
0: 22nd. 11 in the morning uh, <sighs> Eastern time Yeah So... Now
1: they did say... I mean, obviously the original thought was these are going to be like evergreen figures. I know they backed Mm. off of that just because we all know how ridiculous Mythic Legions sell. Yeah. But I gotta imagine, if the quantity they ordered at one time they thought was going to be evergreen, like, these should at least last a hot minute? Like, I... (laughs) You know what I mean? I, I,
0: that's that's the thing. Like in the cabal, I've been seeing people going, "Yeah, you might be lucky if they last a co- uh, like two, three hours tops," you yeah, know. And I'm like,
1: think? "See, I was thinking, uh, that, I, I was thinking they'd have a chance to last a couple of days." Now again, I, I'm not. I'm, you would hope. I'm late to the line, and I know it's it's a little confusing to me still because there's like legion builders, and then there's like. Deluxe Legion builders, right? Like there's there's different yeah, yeah. types of them. As mm-hmm. far as I know, we still don't know what we're getting here, right? They never officially. No, we
0: we're getting we're getting the the first deluxe barbarian, which uh, he's actually up on the the thing behind me that the one that it's it's the bear buck barbarian. Okay, and um, so he's he's going to be a big draw. He's I think he's 55 bucks for one of him. And then they're doing the black Knight. They're doing a uh, skeleton. They're doing a, a, uh, what is it? Orc. And I want to say a goblin. Okay. And then I think there was one other one. And I, I think it, um, I don't want to think yeah. it's a dwarf, but it, it's basically for anybody who hasn't ever, gotten any of these because on the secondary market I mean hell the the barbarian pack because of the versatility in that one that thing is going up until they made the announcement about the evergreen stuff that thing was going for over 200 bucks by itself as long as it was you know all of the accessories were in it Um, so yeah it's like thankfully it's 55 for that one and then the others are 25 a pop I want to say
1: Okay, so only so, one is the higher price. Yeah, I thought they were all going to be that higher price. So it's like, well, if they're the higher priced ones, mm-hmm. maybe that's less likely that people are going to clean them out.
0: Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah,
1: that's not I that's wouldn't. Not fair,
0: no, and, and that's the thing with those numbers. I'm really curious how many customizers are going to go in there and just kill it off because... The, well, yeah, that's what you're worried about. Bear I mean, bucks that's... and all that stuff. It's like those are those are like gold right now for a lot of customizers. Mm-hmm. And I mean that like when Vitus hit, that was a huge deal because you got bare arms and bare legs for the first time. All you know, like all four, yeah, you know, arms and legs. You got they're bare, and you can have you know flesh colored or human colored uh, stuff instead of the orc, you know, the greens or whatever or the reds. So. We'll see what happens, but yeah, when I saw that, I'm like March or April was what I thought. It, it, it literally said on their site, it said spring of 2022. And I'm like, I got time. I could probably get maybe two or three of the deluxe barbarians. Maybe get like three or four of the skeletons because those are the ones I really want out of the pack out of the right. grouping so far. So.
1: Uh, maybe maybe this is something they do where they can't quite keep them evergreen, but maybe like once a quarter, like maybe they'll just have like these standing orders that are just yeah. constantly kind of coming. You know, that'd be nice yeah. too. So yeah, okay, be. they sell out, but you know, come quarter two, you know, spring,
2: mm-hmm. here's
1: here's another wave, and here mm-hmm. and not even necessarily like you know maybe like bring in like one new one each time, but not like change it up a lot just keep your basics but just keep them replenishing until people kind of go yeah we've had enough which like said, with customizers I don't think that's ever really gonna happen
0: and to be honest uh, I know I know Travis on um, my wife is going to kill me has said this and I agree with him completely now if uh, like I don't know anybody who doesn't have mythic legions one way or the other now and if I met somebody and they were like, "Well, why do you like this line?" The first figure I'd give them would be the bar- the barbarian builder because that one is like, look at all of the versatility of this. You can do whatever you want. There's two different heads you can you can pop in different parts for the helmets. You can give them horns. You can give them the wings. You can get whatever you want, and you have like two, three, or four different ways of displaying just one figure. To your heart's content. yeah. Right. And it's like, if you like that, then there's these other figures and those are named figures. And those are like, you know, their story around them, but this figure, you can make your own story and turn them into whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And that was the one once Rhaegar got me into it really bad. And then I got Adam on them. That was the one where I'm like, wow, this is the best, you know, like out of all of them. Cause I mean, now I'm like, ooh, I can line my shovel with like five of these, all different, and have yep. it, each of these is telling its own different story and everything. So, yeah, it's a, it's definitely, it's a goal, but I'm not seeing, like, if I get one
2: at yep. this point
0: because of where this is falling, I'm like, sweet. <laughs> if I can't even pull that off, it's like, eh, I'll I'll have to wait it out then, see yep. what happens if yep. there's another one. So, Absolutely. we'll see.
1: We'll see. Oh <laughs> well, Welcome, everybody, to Legends of Grayskull Off-World. Uh, we started with a little mythic talk there, but that is not our topic of discussion today. No. But before we get to that, I'm Matthew Dooch, here again with Sean Scavarna. Unfortunately, ah. Arnold uh, could not make it tonight. Um, he is missed sorely. Now i got to just put up with Sean all night, which is not yeah. as fun. That's what my um, wife
0: says, too. So, <laughs> Struggle is that real. That poor woman. <laughs> the struggle is real. First world problems. Hashtag <laughs> struggle is real.
1: Well, no, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to buddy cap it through an off world here. Um, so tonight, we are going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. Now this is a... 2021 American superhero film, based on the Marvel Comics character Spider-Man, co-produced by Columbia Pictures and Marvel Studios, and distributed by Sony Pictures Releasing. This is the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, 2017, and Spider-Man Far From Home, 2019, and the 27th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which... I think that number might be in dispute now. To that later. Hold on to that. <laughs> the film was directed by John Watts and written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. It stars Tom Holland as Peter Parker, Spider Man, alongside Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jacob Battalion, John Favreau, Jamie Foxx, Willem Defoe, Alfred Marina, Benedict Wong, Tony Revolori, Marissa Tomei. Andrew Garfield, and Toby Maguire. In the film, Parker asks Dr. Stephen Strange to use magic to make his Spider-Man identity a secret again, following its public revelation at the end of Far From Home. When the spell goes wrong, the multiverse is broken open, which allows visit- visitors from alternate realities to enter Parker's universe. Uh, this was released on December 13th, Twenty twenty one. Uh runtime is hundred and forty eight minutes. The budget was two hundred million dollars. And as of today, January fifteenth, twenty twenty two, it has brought in one and a half billion. Billion <laughs> with a B. With a B. Yeah dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, and obviously, guys. I actually said before the cast list, but you know what? This soft world, we do what we want. Uh, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Yep. If you haven't seen it already, you you for sure been spoiled. Um, I know I was the last of our group to see it, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think literally I could not have gone a day longer because the. Day after I saw I managed to make it through. No spoilers, no nothing. The, everybody that saw it, Sean included, mm-hmm. didn't give anything away. Um, nope. Even now, granted, I did step back a little bit from Facebook and everything, but I wasn't like off it completely. And I still didn't get spoiled. Whereas, like, the day after, I just a quick scroll was like, oh, there's that. Oh, there, oh wow. You know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I like, I like hit it perfectly there. Because there's that point where everyone's just like, you know what? It's been long enough. And I mean, at this point, I mean, we're talking a month, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you haven't seen it yep. by now, I'm sure it's been spoiled for you already. And yeah, I'm sorry, because part of the, the, that, this is the first movie in a long time, even before COVID and everything else, where I'm like, I got to get to a the theater. I mm-hmm. cannot wait. And honestly, I can't remember the last movie that I was like that about.
0: Well, I'm going to start off by saying to my cousin, Alan, turn this off, because I know he and I tried to go see it together about a week <laughs> or two back, and um, he hadn't seen it yet. I yeah. saw, like I said, I saw about four-fifths of it um, with my kids, and I missed the very beginning for the most part because of um, going out to the concession stand to get them stuff and everything. But for the most part, I've seen yeah. a majority of the film. And he had still not seen it. And the other day, he said to me, I'm going to wait until it's on digital. Because at this point, he's just like, I'm done worrying about COVID. I just want to enjoy it. And I'm going to enjoy it where, you know, I feel safest at home digitally. And I'm like, okay, turn this off. Because I don't want it ruined. And we talked about it that night. Even I was tiptoeing around plot points. So he wasn't getting too much more than the previews would give you. You
1: you heard him Um, out. Yeah, go turn this
0: off now. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, we um, said,
1: Alan, we said, yeah. go, go, go to bed, go to bed, go, Alan. We'll <laughs> see you in a month or so.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh,
1: all right, he's gone. Yeah, okay, it, we're good to go. It's it, like I got to admit,
0: going into this one, like Spider-Man movies for me, they were
1: a big deal when they first started. 2002. Oh, no. Everything. The, I mean, the X Men was cool, but when Sam Raimi's Spider Man came out, that was like.
0: Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Exactly. And I'd say, you know, the first two movies were definitely like, you know, events. You had to go opening night. I was there, like, as soon as I got off work, I had a ticket for probably like the five o'clock show. Yeah. I think I even left work early to get there. And I took my mom that day because my mom was excited to even see it. She grew up reading the old comics back in the 60s and stuff. So we went and saw it. And I was just sitting there going, I can't believe we're watching a Spider Man movie because I thought this would be the one character that would be hardest to adapt. I mean, watch the 70s show and you proved to me that that worked, you know? But here we are, you know, Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Willem Dafoe, they pulled it off. And um, the first two were big deals. And then once three hit, Spider-Man well, movies.
1: Street was well, a big deal, though. I mean that that I mean once we saw Street. it, it wasn't as big of a deal, <laughs> <but> leading <laughs> leading up to it. You know, especially as a '90s kid, I mean Venom and the Black well, Suit yeah, and all that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I think everyone was stoked for it. It just, you know, it, it suffered for. I mean, yeah, a episode on that, did. but I mean, all the, that original trilogy from beginning to end was an event. And then, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was very clear that that was going to be it.
0: Yeah. Know? And it, it's funny though, because like three, I, I was interested, and it's like, ooh, that's cool. How are they going to do this? And then once I saw it, then Amazing Spider Man and Amazing Spider Man 2 weren't like must sees. They became, I know they're out there. I'll get to them when I get to them. Plus, I also had my daughter around that time. Yes. So it was, it was the whole, you know, I, I can't worry mm-hmm. about this. I got family at home and all that. Even when um, when uh, Homecoming came out,
2: didn't see yeah. that in
0: the theater. Nope. Didn't get to see uh, Far From Home in the theater. I ended up seeing those on digital. So Spider Man yeah. movies since the first two have definitely been me pulling back and going. I'm I'm happy they're out there, but I don't need to see this the way that I needed to see End Game or I needed to see certain other movies before everything went crazy and it's it's surprising to me like i i just chose i'm like i'm gonna take the kids let's let's go it's the day after opening day i don't want it spoiled anymore for me and the only two movies i saw in the theater were sony pictures this year go figure out of any production group that was because i saw ghostbusters a a month before with my daughter and i saw spider-man and i'm like It's also like a one-two punch when you look at those movies of how do you make nostalgia work and how do you make nostalgia not work? So it's interesting on that level that they put out the two movies that to me were like on polar ends of the spectrum for me of what worked and what didn't. Yeah. So we don't need to get into the Ghostbusters part, but I'm just saying it's amusing to me how all that worked out at the end of my year last year. No, for
1: sure. I'm the same way like that. I I'm thinking back now uh, obviously Sam Raimi trilogy I saw all in theaters but yeah that was a different time when I mean, 2002 was my junior year of high school like I <laughs> I had no mm-hmm. cares in the world I thought I did but same I didn't. here um so I saw all those in theaters uh yeah amazing spider-man it was the same thing it was it was I was I was I was a Toby guy I mean, I'll admit, when Mm -hmm. they announced, you know, oh, Andrew Garfield, I didn't know Andrew Garfield at all. Me neither. You know, but they're like, oh, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man, we're rebooting, you know, origin story again. I'm just like, all right, like, but but Toby, like, like, that was my Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. I'm like, well, yeah, Mm -hmm. same thing. But I will say, when I watched them, which I, you know, I rented the DVDs back then, and I watched them, and I'm like, oh, these are actually really good. I liked both of them. Honestly, and I'm, I'm not one who was down on Garfield or anything. I, I mean, I'm I know there are issues with the movies, but they're very mm-hmm. good movies. I mean, and they got great scenes in both of them. Uh, obviously, the death of Gwen Stacy, which was one of the big parts of the Raimi trilogy, that was always said that they never really went there with Gwen. You know, cause yeah. that I think is just as pivotal a moment for Peter as, you know, the death of Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that, you know, Uncle Ben was, you know, obviously he'd just gotten his powers, he was inexperienced, he was young, you know, and that's what put him on this path, but then for him to come that, to that realization that even if he does everything right, he could still lose. I mean, yep. that's... That's kind of that, that second part that, that's pushing Peter into adulthood then, where it's like, you know, you can do all the right things. You can, you know, great power, great responsibility. But guess what? At the end of the day, sometimes life's still going to suck. You know? Yeah. But, you know, I, man, we could go down so many rabbit holes. <laughs> Just that. And we haven't touched uh, No Way Home yet. Nope, but, we have not. <laughs> um. I guess before we really digging into No Way Home, the the last thing is, so same as you, Homecoming came out. I waited for DVD, digital, however I watched Mm -hmm. it. Yep. I actually was not impressed um, with Homecoming. I know that was kind of like a lot of people's oh, you know, Spider-Man's back and all this and, you know, Tom Holland's the best and everything, but I really didn't care for it when it came out. I like it more now. But mm-hmm. it just to me it felt so far removed from who Spider Man is, who Peter Parker is and everything. And so I I I wouldn't say I hated it, but it was easily like bottom of of the Spider Man movies. I mean I'm I'm talking like I put it like hit Spider-Man 3 or Homecoming. Like, that's how far down Interesting. it was. Yeah, and that's what most people, <laughs> most polite people, well. said to me. I mean, but, I don't know, I just, even looking back, like, I don't know, Tom was, I'm not picking on the guy, but I don't, he just didn't look like Peter Parker to me in that first movie. He was, I, I can't even really explain it. Just, I, I really felt just for, look, like, Toby and Andrew, I thought, were more closer to kind of my view of, of Peter. Now, Tom's actually growing up in No Way Home. I'm like, no, he's actually looks like a pretty decent Peter Parker now. You know, he's he's mm-hmm. kind of matured a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless of that, just, you know, the whole really including Iron Man into his story there. You know, and I thought unnecessarily. Um, and obviously, I can tell Far From Home was all based on Tony's legacy. And so it kind of, you know, removing the Uncle Ben and leaning on Iron Man and having Peter with the, you know, the internship at Stark Industries and, you know, the the, you know, Tony supplying the web fluid and the costumes and the gadgets and it's like, well that's not Spider-Man to me. You know what I mean? Like Spider-Man's always been that 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 kid that's like, you know, Yo, know, I gotta bust ass. I gotta do my schoolwork. I gotta, I gotta work for the paper because that's the only thing I can easily do and not be fired. Because I gotta be able to suit up as Spider-Man at a moment's notice. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and so, it, I mean, Peter can't hold down a nine to five job. He never will yeah. be able to. Um, no.
0: Nope.
1: So I don't know. I just it, it. Nothing felt like Spider-Man to me. So. That's kind of where I was going into No, no Way Home here, um, mm-hmm. so I like kind of what are your thoughts on those first two movies in the in the trilogy before we get into No Way Home?
0: Just I kind of want
1: to set the groundwork here. I uh, see.
0: I I definitely even watching Civil War. Mm-hmm. That was the one where I'm like, I don't know who this kid is, and you just right. see him in the preview <clears throat> and all that stuff. And then once I saw him on the screen, and you see that conversation he has with Tony in his room, and you know the whole—I I, want to be there and help the little guy, help the you know yeah. helping the helping those that can't help themselves—and you see he's got that crappy costume in the YouTube clip Tony pulls up, and yes. he's like making fun of him and all that—and those were all the moments where I'm like, this is working for me, and it, it's I'll like I would have liked. Good I point. I, to see... I forgot
1: about I forgot about his civil war appearance. So good point. Yes. Yeah. I was on board. Maybe that's even why to me homecoming felt even more jarring. Yeah. Cuz it did seem like we were going to get that. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to, to Well, no, and that, point.
0: that's okay. But like I I his banter with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. He's like you got a metal arm? That's awesome. And I, and yes. he's like amazed by everything that he's running into in this scenario and then you know him doing even the geek thing with the hey guys, you know that old movie Empire Strikes Back and how old is this kid Tony? He's like oh, he's a little young, you know and all that. I just I, I really enjoyed that they they really because Peter Parker to me is somebody who he would be a geek in that way too with pop culture as well because yes. now there's an element of look at look at all the I mean look at us we're podcasting and doing this. But we're not technologically savvy the way that Peter Parker would be. Yeah. But it's a part of pop culture now. So I kind of embraced Peter being that guy where yes, he's there with Ned building their Lego Death Star, and he's also really savvy in physics oh, and all this, you know. So I I enjoyed that. Um Homecoming for me, it it it's it's like here is an 80s um And I'm really having a a John Hughes superhero movie. Sure. It it is legit. And and it is, I I felt it is. And it was interesting. Like he's still new to the game of even playing a superhero, Tom Holland. And then they put him right up against one of the all time OG superheroes, Michael Keaton. And he held his own against that, that whole scene in that car when he's doing the whole, you tell anybody about what I'm doing i'll kill you and i'll kill everybody you love and I'll, and just it's like that michael keaton crazy stare that has not gone away in 40 years yeah. including through mr mom which i think is hysterical yeah. um but but that one it it always felt like that was a half step in this story right and and like we had the moment like Him doing the whole, and I like that they did that in that movie where, where he, he says to Tony, once he saves that uh, ship and Iron Man say, helps him save the ship and all that. And, uh, uh, you know, and all that. And he's like, you know, without the suit, I'm nothing. And Tony's like, well, then you shouldn't have it. You know, it's like, if you aren't something without the suit and it's like, he has always been something without the suit. He needed to learn that in that movie and. Your thing about Tony with him, it's like that to me already set him apart because Tony needs the suit. There's no way around it. Tony is not that guy. But Peter has powers. Peter has abilities. And he was always the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Before that, he just got souped up for a little while. Then when you get into the next one, it's like, and I like that each time we meet Peter in these movies, it's like, okay, Iron Man is his de facto father figure and then in the next movie it's well now mysterio can play like a surrogate dad to me because mysterio knows what he's doing i don't yep. feel i know what i'm doing but at the end of the day it's like no you actually know a little bit more than you think you just need the self-confidence yep. and then mysterio just screws him over which is funny <laughs> but i yeah I, I wouldn't say the first one is a am- it, it, yeah I, I no pun intended but amazing but it was <laughs> fun and then the, the, for me, um, far from home. Again, it's fun and it's kind of, it, it's, it's fun to also see them using characters I wouldn't have expected for the villains. Vulture was always a character that I'm like, okay, so you're going to chase an old guy that's robbing banks. Big deal. But they made it cool with the whole, if they didn't have yeah. Tony, that story wouldn't have been as interesting because here's a guy who hates Tony because of damage control and all that stuff. And then he's making his mark, and like, "I got to stop him." And I love that he's always texting Happy. So I'm ready for my next mission. It's Peter, by the way. And he's texting, but there's all these texts, and it's like Happy saying nothing to the poor kid. And then in um, in No Way Home, or uh, not not No Way Home, Far From Home, um, I I just like that we finally get to see him coming into his own because even in that one, there was the complaint from Homecoming. Where was this? Um, where it was a spidey sense. Yeah. And then we get this whole sequence, which I loved, of him needing to use his spider sense because he can't trust what he sees anymore. Yeah. How cool is that? You know, yeah, and, that was great. Um, I, I liked them and I felt they worked within the world of them. MCU the way they were starting them off. But I feel like this was the one to just go, this is a Spider-Man movie. This oh, yeah. is like legit. We're going balls to the wall. This is Spider-Man and we're not apologizing for it now.
1: No, absolutely, I absolutely agree. And, and yeah, no, there was there was don't get me wrong, there was great moments in both of the the Tom Holland, you know, the first two, mm-hmm. it just overall I felt it was going in a different direction than what I wanted for a Spider Man movie. And then No Way Home showed up. So yeah. going in going into No Way Home, you know, I know, I mean, let's, let's just get the big thing out of the way right away. I mean, this is spoiler-filled. We don't go in order. Um, so I know, obviously, there was heavy rumors that Toby and Andrew were going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. I tried not to get my hopes up. I think we even talked about this on our last, or one of the off-worlds.
0: The last off-world, yeah. Yeah. you, me, and Jesse. Yep, yep.
1: So, I don't know, there was, there was a lot of people saying that they were going to be in there, but then they obviously weren't marketing that they were going to be in there, so I was staying cautiously mm-hmm. optimistic about it. Like, And I got to tell you, I don't know, because obviously I wasn't timing the movie, but the longer the movie went without them showing up, the more I thought that it was going to be like either either, wow, they really just didn't show up,
0: or mm-hmm.
1: at that point I'm like, is this just gonna be like a like a, a wink and a nod like to mm-hmm. the audience? Like are they just gonna be like um you know, like oh the uh, a portal opens and you know Toby's like, what's that? And then the portal closes. You know, like just these little like yeah. Stanley type cameos.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Like yeah. honestly, I I I was legitimately wondering. Like the it, it seemed like that movie went on for so long before they showed up that I'm like, man, at this point, there's I'm like, there's no way they're gonna get any substantial screen time.
0: hmm Well, I'll I'll be honest and admit that uh, when it opened, I went on Wikipedia because I know Wikipedia. Like literally, within ten minutes of it opening, will have the plot synopsis and i have been wondering enough to go i'm i'm not going to worry about spoilers are they in this right and i read it and it got to the point and i'm like son of a bitch they did you know like right. so and then when i took my kids to go see it what i loved is even though i read that i didn't remember it i just read it just to get the confirmation they're in <laughs> so i was waiting but yeah. when we have the moment with ned which I love the fact that in this, in this whole movie, it, it's like I, I keep thinking about it, and I love the movie in almost its entirety, but the whole Doctor Strange thing is still like a sore thumb with the plot of it, because Doctor Strange, if you think about it, well, might not act the way he does in this. Let's get, but, uh, let's get there in a minute. Yeah, let's no, that's what, what I'm going to say, because yeah. the fact that Ned has the sling ring from Doctor Strange, and he does the, I wish we knew where, where Peter was, and then all of a sudden there's a portal opening up, and then he does it again, and all of a sudden, there's Spider-Man in an alley, and he comes through the portal, and I literally was like, well, that's Tom Holland. I, 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 look, looking at it, I couldn't see a difference yeah. in the costume right away. I'm just factoring, that's Spider-Man. Okay. Right. The minute he pulls the mask off and it's Andrew Garfield, I went, hot damn! Yeah. <laughs> and the audience, went oh, the ballistic. They went nuts. Dinner. Yeah. They went absolutely nuts. And I'm I'm just sitting there, and my daughter's sitting next to me. She just watched um, she watched all the Tobey Maguire movies now, but she didn't know who he was, so she felt cheated in that moment because she's like. Who's he? I'm like he's in the the other ones. We'll watch him. What we get- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt really bad, but I was I didn't want to like do all this and have her expecting. It's yeah. better that you walk in not knowing what's about to happen in this case.
1: No, exactly. So, and it's the theater erupted. It was, it was amazing and sensational and everything. Yes. Else. So and then uh, and then almost immediately at and then once they're like well let's see if we can let's try it again then i'm like toby's coming Uh they they got it we're here we're good they're here but even then there was a part of me going like you know how much are they gonna do? you know how like how long are they gonna stick around how quickly Mm -hmm. are they gonna send them back you know what i mean like you're just like Mm -hmm. oh this is great but they're gonna pull the rug out from under me at any moment. And just be like, okay, he's gone now. You know, mm-hmm. so that that was probably the biggest part of it. It's like, not only did they show up, but they were then there for the yeah. rest of the movie. They're, like,
0: they're they're instrumental throughout the rest yes. of it, which is great. They, it's like it's not just cameos. Same with the villains. I mean, yeah, I never ever would have expected. You know, not number one for them to get everybody back in one way, shape, or form for the even the villains, but then for them to go where they went with them yeah and 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 it's like this whole story adds up to so much good stuff, and it's all like here's these threads from these previous movies, and we get to see them- paying off, and on top of that, it's a redemption story for every single character almost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's a rare thing it's usually here's one character no here's like. Eight. we're going to do redemption for everybody. This is, It's like, you get redemption, and you get redemption, and you get that, and why not? We'll, we'll throw in a free card, too. Why not?
1: Now, so. And going into it, I was legitimately worried again, because, I mean, we, we briefly touched on one of the big problems is with Spider-Man 3, and the Raimi trilogy is villain overload. Oh, yeah. So when that trailer came out, they're like, oh, we're going to... Uh, Doc Ock. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. And Goblin. And Lizard. And Electro. And it's like, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> and Sandman.
0: <laughs> and Sandman.
1: <laughs> guys. You know.
0: So it's either you're nervous or it's that uh, it's that Vince McMahon meme where it's like, and then we got Green Goblin. And then we got, uh, you know, Doc Ock. Uh, and then we could see him in.
1: Yeah, and then, yeah, well, and, uh, and I still haven't actually seen the movie, but I heard about the post-credit scene, and you know, Venom let there be carnage. You know mm-hmm. where where he ends up teleporting to Tom Holland's universe, and it's like, okay, and we have Venom in there too, which I mean, that yeah. turned out very different, but. your cord is in front of the screen very, uh... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. What is that? Um, I was honestly worried about... Well, villain overload, obviously. The struggle is sure. real. Or, kind of the same thing, like, oh, so this is just gonna be, you know, oh, here's Electro, and now we defeat him. Here's Lizard! Mm. And now we defeated him. And they really didn't do that. Yeah. Um. I will say, do you think... Oh, God, I can't think of their names now. Sandman and Lizard, do you think that they were actually in... or on stage at all with the rest of the cast?
0: I haven't looked it up at all, but the fact that Sandman is Sandman, it throughout it, and K. Marco only shows up for a literally like a blink and you miss it moment near the end.
1: Yeah. I feel
0: like they, they probably had like some footage from Spider Man 3 they didn't use, or they incorporated it somehow from what we already knew, and they just gave him, because it's like, basically, he just looks up, and he, he goes away, and that's the end of it. Like we right. don't really
1: get a whole that lot of was, time with him. That was the so. moment in the Statue of Liberty when when yeah. Sandman changes back, and he's, mm-hmm. like, in the room by himself, and you see that shot of, uh, should have been Toby's Peter, right? I think it was. Yeah. Like, he, like, looks in, like, through the window, and then it cuts yep. to a shot of just Sandman, and then it cuts back to the just Spider-Man, and, like, that's the moment where, before that, I'm like, okay, like, I didn't even think about it. But after that, I'm like, you mm-hmm. never even brought him in. God, what is his name? He was on Wings for years.
0: Oh, Thomas Hayden Church.
1: Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pull, pull that one out. I don't know who the lizard was played by. I can never remember. So, his, his name is name's Thomas Hayden Church. something. But, yeah. George at the yeah. Jungle and all that. But yeah, I'm like, I'm like well, that's kind of... So the, those two were probably the ones that kind of at the end there were kind of like a little bit, but that's probably about the only like negative I can say about the villain's storyline. I mean...
0: Yeah. The
1: way that... Hey, well, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I'm, go ahead. Finish up. That's fine.
1: Oh, I was moving on to the next thing, so...
0: Oh. oh um, Well, like, Sandman... In my opinion, Sandman was never he was he was always one of those villains of circumstance more than he was like an arch nemesis oh, yeah. kind of character. So the fact that they handled it that way, I'm like, hey, I'm good, you know like and honestly, he wasn't that compelling for me when I saw spider man three It's like I felt bad that his daughter was sick, and i he was that's why he was doing all of his bur you know like going in and stealing things. And then with the lizard, even he had a change of heart at the end of Amazing Spider-Man. So that was due to happen there anyway. Um, so that didn't bother me a whole heck of a lot because, in all honesty, those were very they they weren't really deep characters in their initial stories for for my taste, at least. Compared to like Doc Ock was really deep, way deeper than I would have expected Doc yeah. Ock. And I actually like that they gave Jamie Foxx a bit more to play with here That's because where I was that go. guy yep. really he, he he was it's like Andrew Garfield was was kinda chewed up and spit out by the Spider Man franchise, but poor Jamie Foxx only had one movie and they really yeah. messed him up.
1: Well i going say I think Electro is a lot of a problem with Amazing Spider Man 2. I mean I'm not oh, gonna yeah. you know, his yeah. whole storyline and everything and the you know The design is whatever the design is, like you're not gonna convince these Hollywood execs that you know what works and doesn't work. I mean we've seen that time Mm -hmm. and time again. Doctor Doom can't get a faithful version of himself to save his life, you know? Nope. Yeah. But I like that they took this opportunity to be like, No, we're 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 doing electro and they brought Mm -hmm. in Blue Electro and they change him and they get him he has the mask. I mean it's not they're like, all mm-hmm. right, you think you think a cloth star, you know, lightning bolt mask looks stupid? Fine. When he powers up, we're just gonna have these sparks shoot off him that make and the mask. And it's like
0: That was awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> why couldn't we have done that in you know in Amazing Spider Man two? Like yeah. it, it looked awesome. And then with him mm-hmm. stealing the arc reactor being one of the one of the few villains that was actually a villain because they did actually follow a lot of you know the previous movies. Sandman is helping Spider Man against mm-hmm. Electro when he shows up. Like yeah, they didn't even revert cool. him back like, oh, he's he's a villain villain. It's like no, he's you know, he you know, he kind of freaks out when he realizes that's not, you know, Toby. Mm-hmm. You know. And, guys, yeah, we're going to use the actor's name because, really, that's the only easy way to me to differentiate which Spider-Man we're talking about. Once you get all three in the movie, it's like, you know, and we, we found out that using the numbers can be confusing and, and nobody yeah. knows which number they are. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really the best way. But, yeah, that's that's the part where, where Kane starts freaking out when he's like, wait, what is going on here? And then, yeah, he kind of reverts to his thug ways, but he's not a mm-hmm. villain Throughout it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they did the same thing with Green Goblin. You know, he shows up. There, he's in the alley. He smashes the mask. He gets that purple hoodie and everything, and it's like, I never... Now, like, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 1, life-changing. But I never... Fully liked the Goblin costume. I got used to it because, I mean, it was everywhere. I mean that that (laughs) 2002 when that came out. I mean that that Goblin was everywhere, so you got used to it. But to me, I was never really like that's my Goblin. But to see how easily that turned into my Goblin, like. That that was kind of the surprising thing. It's like literally all they did was get rid of the 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 hard mask and put some purple on him. and it's like that's
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's how close we were. Like that's, well, that's it, all you guys had to do.
0: It, it, what, what got me is in the rainy movies, in the first one, he always had those. He had a couple scenes where he's talking to himself in the mirror, yeah. and it's a one take. Fluid shot of him looking in the mirror, and then he looked back, and he'd be normal. Yeah. But then he looked in the mirror, and then he's he's goblin. <laughs> it's like how hard is that to just let him do his thing? Willem right. Dafoe, for my my money, to this day, Goblin is great. That's you know that's all well and good. Everybody associates him with that. But the 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 one character that to this day I want to see him play live action, and I don't think it'll ever happen in my life anymore. Is the Joker because his face works yeah. for either one of them so perfectly. He's got the gauntness and everything. And it's like, at least let him do it in Spider-Man then, since we're not getting that, because I think he would have made an amazing Joker. Yeah. But with with Goblin, it's like he's got the face. Yeah. And the minute you see, like, even in the first Spider-Man, he just had that like you know, yeah. that 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 crazy smile on his face and that. Eh. and all that it's like you got it you didn't need to put power rangers into it that was the main thing i kept hearing with something was this is power rangers versus spider-man and i'm like i agree with that completely because they have scenes of them but like there's that part where um uh goblin knocks uh knocks peter to a roof and then they have their talk about joining forces Talking ramey right yeah. yeah, the rain of okay. the first one. And even when the the the, the yeah. apartment's burning and they're having their discussion, it's like, how horrible is it that you have these two people on the screen, either of which you can really see their mouths? Yeah. I hate that about that movie. The more I've watched it over the years, I, I was I was forgiving of it back then because it's like, it's Spider-Man. I well, never that's thought it. I'd see this, but he's got the face, and they let him do
1: it this time. How cool is that? Well, and that's it. It's like, like I'm saying, I'm like... In retrospect, I'm looking back at one and I'm going, like, we could have had that. Like, we yes. could have had that. Now, I'm sure you've seen the, the actual first mask that came up with, the prosthetic one, like the rubber one. Yeah.
0: It's amazing.
1: It's amazing. And imagine yeah. the hat over his face, you know? Uh-huh. But it's like, at the end of the day, whichever way you went, you know, like, you went the one way that robbed you of that during mm-hmm. those pivotal moments. Mhm. Like I just, I don't get it. But but it was fun to see. It's like, yeah. So they gave him they gave him the purple hoodie and those little bit of accents that he got to do his face. And it's like, yeah. And there's our goblin. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you know, same with Electro. It's like you guys. I mean, they could have easily, and I would have never complained. They could have easily. Just had him be in the armored suit the entire time like when Peter first Tom Holland Peter first sees him on the bridge. And I would not have complained one IOTA because that's the Mm -hmm. goblin that we had. That's the goblin that came to this universe. But the fact that they took the time and they're like, nah, let's let's give the fans what they deserve after all these. And it's like
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, so good.
0: the thing about him, and and I, I'm getting chills remembering it, I mean, like, they let him lean into that. And yes. they let him do it in such a way that even me, 20 years after watching the first Spider-Man movie, this summer it will be 20 years now.
1: Yeah, Yep.
0: Yeah. There was not much about him that freaked me out in that first movie. It was pretty much, you know, by the numbers, superhero movie, just we never saw Spider-Man yeah. before. And that was, was a big a, deal. Yeah. But this time around, there is there is the psychological game now, and this time it actually matters. And this time around, the the fight sequences between him and Tom Holland in this movie had my jaw on the floor. And I absolutely love the fact that during those fight sequences, every time he hit Goblin, Goblin kept smiling. Yeah, and that to me was just unnerving because you could just tell. Like, if I, I would be just like Tom Holland, now, I'm like, quit smiling at me, quit laughing, and I'd be like, angrier and angrier. And he just kept laughing. It's like I said, that would be Joker, you know. And that's what bugs me about my alternate reality Batman. I want to see that, but it, it was just so unnerving. And and the fact that later on, um, when when uh, Tom is on the roof. And and MJ and Ned show up, and they they bring the other Peters with him on top of that. He does that whole, I can still hear him laughing. Yeah. And he's crying when he's, and I'm like, uh, yeah. I'll say it, fuck. Like, that moment just hit me so hard, because I'm like, how unnerving well, is that to him? He's never fought somebody like this before. It, and it's so personal so quickly,
1: because what, of what
0: just happened, you know?
1: Well, I, that's... Same thing, I was I was heading towards here you know, you bring it, you know, you're like, oh yeah, they're bringing all these villains, but you don't really stop and think about it, like they're bringing all these villains know that Peter Parker's Spider-Man, that granted, the whole world at this point knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man Yes But, like you said, they, all, all the villains have this history, this grudge, this, you know, and and Tom's like you know, well, I, I faced the vulture and Mysterio
2: yeah.
1: You know? And like Sanders.
0: That. <laughs> he did play Sanders.
1: Well, I mean, that was Avengers. That was literally yes, yes. every character it wasn't from the personal. Marvel Cinematic it, Universe at this point. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't so Like you said, he's, that that you is. know, Michael Keaton's Vulture. It's at the end of the movie where we're getting to the point where, you know, he's in the car threatening him and his loved ones and everything else. Mm-hmm. Right out the gate, Goblin's, you know, in Goblin's mind, he's like, I'm gonna family and yeah. Tom's unprepared for that mm-hmm. like he's not like he is so behind mm-hmm. the eight ball on all this that
0: mm-hmm.
1: honestly if the other Spider-Man had not been there like there's no way Tom wins this there's no, no. way Tom's getting out of this alive no you know what no. I mean and that's kind of The the, the turning point of the whole thing, like you said, once that initial, you know, he tries to help the villains, the villains turn on him, like, he's at his lowest point. He's down and out, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's when we get our reinforcements. Not the big ones, those are coming next (laughs) (laughs) time. Yeah. (laughs) Tied it all back together. (laughs)
0: Little bow, right there. (laughs) Um, No, like, I... Something, something about superhero movies that I think is always more potent with me, and and showing my kids too, is something they did in this movie, which was him saying, "We got to get, we we just got to send them back to their universes," and and Doctor Strange flat out saying to him, "They're going to die, but that's what they need to do. You need to do this, and that's yeah. all you have to do about it." And May being the one, and and it's like if you if you think of her in the previous movies she always has this certain uh, helpfulness involved. She wants oh, yeah. to be helpful. She wants yeah, to be she, there for Peter and all that stuff. She's
1: helping the shelter and everything else. She's like helping out the shelter. They built that up for three movies.
0: Exactly. And and even he he did the uh, the presentation in the beginning of uh, of, Far from, of uh, Far from Home and all that stuff. Yeah. So she's very much community oriented, helping yep. people that are less fortunate and all that stuff. And for a character like that to be the one to pull him aside and say, "You're going to help them." and have peter peter look at her and go i'm flinching right now like i don't care what dr strange says this is what we're doing because my aunt told me this is the right thing to do and what i love is it's the hardest thing to do and in spider-man that is what it should be and in the case of this movie what that cost him was insurmountable but it also was like but that was what at the end of the day, that would be why this story is so affecting to everybody the way it is. Because he did do the hard decision here.
1: And on every, almost every level. And he learns that you know, you know, before the other Spider-Men show up, and the villains are all talking and you know, of course you get the ones from the, you know, Sandman's live longer than Goblin and Doc Ock so he knows like, hey, you guys are dead. Like, you shouldn't even mm-hmm. be here. Like, you know, and that's Yeah, (laughs) You know, and and Tom having to come to that realization, because at first he's like, so these other Spider-Men just, like, killed their villains? Like, I mean, Mysterio Mm -hmm. died, but that was not Peter. You know, Tom did not Mm do that. You know, and Vulture just went to jail. So he's sitting there like, alternate universe? You know, I'm just a a straight-out murderer. You know, and he's he's mm-hmm. got that doubt in his mind, you know. Mm-hmm. But then to, you know, but, you know, Spider Man has always been the let's fix them, let's help them. I mean, that's going back to the comics. The wizard, this whole story is Spider Man trying to get him back home to his family, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, same even with Norman Osborne. Like, he wants him to be there for Harry. That's his friend. That's his friend's mm-hmm. dad. Like, it's always been so personal in Spider-Man's world. And he's always been trying to help him. And for Peter, Tom Holland, Peter, to to, to get there. You know, mm-hmm. to realize, yes, I do need to help them. And then eventually when he meets up with the other ones, they're like, oh, we try." Like, I did not want them to die, you know, Goblin mm-hmm. was impaled by his own glider, I uh, Doc, Ock, you know, actually saved the city, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and for him to come to that realization and you know, like you said, for for me, what got me is you know, I even mentioned on our last Off World episode that you know they really did this Peter a disservice by not having Uncle Ben and In my opinion, at the time, I said, you know, they replaced Uncle Ben with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, like Tony Stark. And, damn, I'm happy to say I was wrong. (laughs) When when May's standing there and she gives him that line Mm -hmm. with great power comes great responsibility. Mm Mm-hmm. I was overjoyed and incredibly sad at the same time because I'm like, she's not going to make it. Nope. Yeah. It was that instant where I'm like, you know, because they, they had the attack, the goblin attacked her, you know, he threw the bomb, Peter blocked her. Yeah. Like, they got up. Like, May mm-hmm. got up. I'm like, oh shit, they didn't kill her. Oh my God, this is great. And she's like, with great power comes great responsibility. I'm
0: like, Son of a bitch. Yep. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah. That was heartwrenching. There were people sobbing in the well the, openly. I like. I
0: didn't. I didn't myself, but my daughter hated that moment because she my, likes her. She likes her. So, and she. She's like, I. I love everything about that movie, but I hate <clears> that, <throat> that moment. And I'm like, I don't blame you, because. They, oh, how how many moment. of the? Well, well, yeah, but the thing is, like every Spider-Man movie we've had up until this moment has only given Uncle Ben yep. maybe the first fifteen twenty minutes of the movie. Granted, he, the the Garfield one, they they went back to him then yeah, in that voicemail flashbacks. and all that stuff, but um, and they did the flashbacks even with Toby, where he, he like in the sequel in Spider-Man Two, he had that I'm Spider-Man no more, Uncle Ben, and all that stuff. Yeah, but. And and they even did it with King Marco shooting him and all that. But but at the same time, they've never let us have that much time with the person who's going to deliver that message. And now that we've had it, we we are right there with him, going, kill him, like like get Goblin now because it's like no, like this is you you get you're completely empathetic with him right there. And like you said, then when the reinforcements arrive. It's like I'm getting chills even remembering it because I love that yeah. moment with them talking to him. And it's like no one else could have pulled him back the way that they did. No. And I love that where it's like, well, for me, it was my Uncle Ben. And I'm thinking and when Toby says it, it's like, yeah, it was Uncle Ben. But then I'm like, well, Andrew's going to say, for me, it was Uncle Ben too. And instead he goes, for me, it was Gwen. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, like, well, like I, I, I said, they did two, that. It's I a, love that they went there. <laughs> it was a two points,
1: And, and yes, was, yeah. it was beautifully done because Toby never got to Gwen. You know, they, he never was able to. So I like that they did that. Like, you know, like I said, that's always been kind of those two pivotal moments in Peter Parker's life. And now, yeah. you know, and it, it just you know, like I said, for me personally, just to realize, like, after you know, at this point two and a half movies, that like no, that's not what they were doing there. It's one of those, like, you know, like the the voiceover at the, the, you know, and that's the newest TV show, like, you'll question everything you thought you knew, and I'm like Exactly. And you're always <laughs> like, no, I won't. I definitely was. I'm like, what is happening here? Like, this mm-hmm. is the end of the trilogy yeah we're getting the moments that are like this should be the beginning of the trilogy what are we what are we
0: doing we we were rope a dope for three movies to believe we already missed the origin yes and we really all that we missed was a spider bite and him building that uh, that initial uh, you know like the the uh, The gym suit spider yeah Yeah, the wrestler look and then it, instead we got to see the hero's journey and we it, it, like, by the time we get to this point, it's like, yeah, I, even I was sitting there going like, I, I think I just witnessed the origin of the Spider-Man and I did not think that's how this was supposed to, like, I figured we missed it. We missed right. it before civil war and all that stuff. Yep. So it is cool that we don't know if there ever was an uncle Ben, maybe there was, but well, maybe no, he just, you know, he Still
1: mention him. Remember? In, in, in Homecoming, he says, when well, he, uh, uh, Ned asks him why he doesn't tell Aunt May, and he's like, oh, I don't want to burden her. You know, she just went she's through been all that Ben. Uh... he, oh, says, did
0: he ben. say Ben? I don't he says Ben. Up. Okay, all right,
1: all right. All right.
0: We, re- then, watched,
1: we re-watched those two movies before we saw Far From or No gotcha. Way Home. So, yeah, okay. he does say, after all she's been through with Ben or something like that, he mentions Ben. All right. And it sounds... Again, it makes you think like, oh, we just, we missed that. We mm-hmm. don't know how Ben died, but obviously he did, you know, mm-hmm. but we it, we missed that. Yeah. That's where I was. I guess it we're two and a half movies now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah the, the I... rooftop scene where he meets his alter egos, you know. <clears throat> oh, excuse me.
0: The, that... the... It was it was powerful, and the thing yes. is, like, I've been at this point even in my own life over the last few years. Of you know, I bet there's a version of me out there that chose something different. I bet there's a version of me out there that chose something worse or whatever. And I like that this whole moment just made me go like, "Oh my god, this is playing out the way I pictured it." The, just in my own weird headcanon yeah. and, and stuff. And I like that in some case, like like Toby is very much the Zen
1: he's like a Zen
0: mentor now because he's in his forties. He's grown. You could say there's this, there's this, um, like, I don't want to say it's at ease, but there's this peacefulness about him in the role that wasn't there when he played it because he was going through all the stuff he went through in each movie. Now there's this like calmness he brings to it, which I was like, I
1: kind of dig that. He's the adult now. He's, he is. Yeah. He's he's the Spider-Man you know, honestly about the time in high school when I was reading comics. Like he's that that adult Spider-Man living on his own getting engaged, mm-hmm. getting married. You know, he's the yep. one who's you know, you're at that point where you're like, okay he's finally got it all figured out. Like he's making yeah. it work. You know. Yep. And you get those little things when they're, when they're in the lab talking, you know, and he's like he's like, yeah, I got, you know with Mary Jane, he's like you know, my MJ got complicated. We worked it out. It's like, all right, thank you for taking that opportunity because I mean they were in a bad spot at the end of three. You know, they mm-hmm. they were set up to do more. You know, me mm-hmm. set up to do more movies and he never got to. So I like that they took that opportunity to be like, no, don't worry, everything works out for him. You know, him and mm-hmm. him and MJ they they get along. They're together. They're like. You know, they're just those little little lines that just like same thing like with the villains. It's like let's just tell a little bit more of their story, like mm-hmm. check in with them, like mm-hmm. and uh, and I appreciate that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Andrew Garfield, I like that for yeah. him. Like the ending of of Amazing Spider-Man Two actually oh. is one of my favorite moments of the entire movie. That part yeah. with the Rhino and. And then that little kid dressed up like Spike and he was the one that he helped him out earlier in the movie when the bullies were yep. after him. Yep. So the fact that he he's dressed just like Spider-Man, he jumps out from the crowd and he puts on the mask and he's standing there when Rhino's about to charge. And yeah. then Peter shows up. He's like he's like, Hey, thanks for keeping a lookout on everything for me. I got this. And then he, yeah. he gets the kid back to his mom. And then he just he webs up that uh manhole cover and just goes head to head against Rhino. And I'm like, I wanted to see that movie
1: more right. than I wanted to see
0: the Electro one because of how that was such an. Uh, I, hate, I hate saying it, but it was an amazing moment. It was, and in this in this case, I love that Andrew is the one going. I got dark. I stopped pulling my punches. Yeah, I start, you know, like he's taking out his, his, yep. his, yeah, and and the thing is, his character in Amazing Spider-Man was that guy because oh, yeah. he was going out for vengeance because of Uncle Ben. And that was one of those storylines that they dropped it in the, in the movie. They kind of just, you know, like it, it starts and it does its thing and then he becomes Spider-Man. And that was one of the reasons why that one didn't work for me. I don't mind the idea of him going dark at points, but the idea that he adopts the Spider-Man persona for vengeance in that way kind of bothered me in that one. Whereas in, in, in Toby's, it was he's doing it to, follow what Uncle Ben's words were. Right. He's trying, you know, I, I'm going to help others. And in, in, in Andrew's case, he was the darker of the three of them because it's like, I'm going to put on a costume and I'm going to go after every freaking person that looks like that guy and beat the crap out of them. Yeah. It's like, he's very Batman more than Spider-Man for me. So I like that they went there with him and, you know, he's like, yeah, I don't have anybody. You know, and he's just kind of doing his thing and and this is like yeah. reaffirming for him. Which is really Wait, cool. That's, like I said, you know, it, it He works. says, he
1: goes, I, I, you know, we don't have much time for Peter Parker stuff, right? And, like, Toby and Tom are like, why not?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and Toby giving him that, like, I forget exactly what he says, but it's, you know, like, basically, hey, Neil, never give up. Like, there could be an MJ out there for you. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and Andrew, same thing. Like, Andrew just kind of gets, like, oh, maybe... Maybe like you know, he's looking at Tom and and you know, said they MJ and you know, you just see that look on his face. Andrew Garfield's an amazing actor. My mm-hmm. God. Um you just that just that look at and you can just see everything. He's like he's like really thinking like, Hey, maybe maybe it's not too late. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. have to give up Peter Parker. Like they didn't have to. You mm-hmm. know? um Mm -hmm. same thing it just kind of advances their story and of course andrew garfield was robbed because he's the only spider-man who didn't get to finish his trilogy you know Mm -hmm. terrible shit we'll see how that works out
0: because there's now rumors out there saying that sony might do a three with him and do the multiverse thing with the spider-man stuff which if they did i would actually even though i'm not the biggest fan of the stories in his movies I never felt he was a bad Spider-Man. I always just felt the stories wanted to be dark because Batman Return or B- Batman Begins kind of forced them to go. Oh, well, we should do that because it was too bright and sunny when Raimi did. I think and it, it was. Yeah, I think it was comic definitely. Book-y, you know,
1: definitely a tonal shift. You know, yeah, they, that was on purpose. The only thing I will say on that, right quick, is if they do an Amazing Spider-Man three, don't try to. Do what you would have done back then. Like, don't try and make it a direct follow-up to two. Let, it should be
0: a sequel to this movie.
1: Let the, yeah, let the time mm-hmm. pass. Mm-hmm. Join up with him down the road if you're going to mm-hmm. do that. That's my only. That's my only thing. It's like if you try and go back and be like, no, this is what was going to happen. It's like he's, it he's still in fought. high
0: school. It always,
1: well, I think he graduated high school, didn't he? I don't remember,
0: honestly. In in two, I don't remember because I only saw that one once. But I saw Amazing Spider-Man
1: and a, about amazing you know,
0: shortly Spider-Man after we saw was. this one. Yeah, he was still in high school even. Maybe at, he was he,
1: he was towards the end, at least. There was something about yeah. Maybe it was just before graduation in two.
0: Yeah. In in the first one, he he ends up in class again and he's talking to Gwen and he's doing the whole, you know, about don't make promises you can't keep, but those were the best to break or whatever he says. And it's like, that's the other thing about it. I didn't like that either because I always thought Peter was a little more respectful uh, because the whole Uncle Ben thing made him more respectful about stuff. And and have that you know like I and he, he even had that I can't date anybody else there it's always going to be I'm Spiderman and I'm gonna put them in danger and then right. MJ shows up you know but um but yeah I, I'm not gonna critique that movie I've already done enough in this but for this one yeah if they made a direct sequel from him getting his feet back on the ground after this journey here I'd I'd be thrilled to watch a third one with him and see who they cook up for the villain and everything in
1: that one. So let's talk here a bit. We I glossed over it a minute earlier because we were on other things. But, okay, Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange. It's kind of funny, too, because for me, like, he's really just a means to an end. Like, oh, yeah. You really could take him. Well, as I mean, we talked for, I mean, some of the Mythic talk, but we talked for over an hour now. And not really brought him up except for the fact that he set this emotion with his spell. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know I know that's one of the that's one of the critiques I've read online is a lot of people did not like the way Doctor Strange was handled in this. And basically they feel they feel like he wouldn't have done this. Like this is mm-hmm. this is too amateurish for him. This is too You know, (coughs) excuse me, whatever. Like they, they just don't. To me, I now granted, I'm not a huge Doctor Strange fan. I've never followed him by himself. If I've ever, you know, read a comic with him or anything, it's because he same thing. He came, you know, he met up with Peter Parker. He was with, you know, Fantastic Four, whatever. Like I've never sought out Doctor Strange The movie. I've only seen once. So I'm by no means a Doctor Strange, you know, aficionado, but what I know of him, um, he's always seemed like an arrogant character to me.
0: And I mm-hmm. thought
1: that that fit right in here. And I think that's the crux of 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 the issues like that's why it goes because he's. He's so arrogant that he's like, oh yeah, I can do this no problem, when in reality, this is a bit of a bigger spell than he's trying to make it seem. Mm-hmm. And regarding the spell itself, you know, well, I mean, well, we'll get to the spell itself in a minute. But yeah, Doctor Strange, how did you feel about him in this movie? Um, i
0: I feel a little
1: like a
0: lot of the people out there where they're like, why would he do this? Like there, there is certain things about it where it's like, okay. As an adult, and you and I have, you know, we we both have kids, and you know, as an adult, there is a certain amount of when your kids come to you asking you for a favor. There is that. Well, did you do this? Did you do that? <coughs> did you? Do, right. And you're, you're you're checking all the bases to make sure that this is the final option to make whatever it is happen. And it was like I I can see why there are people out there going. Well, he didn't even say. Well, did you give MIT a call? Did you do that? You know, the, and, and all this stuff. And the next thing you know, it's just he he's going into. I'm going to do a spell, and we're going to fix everything. And it's like, could the spell have been something maybe less that, and maybe more? I, I, granted, he didn't have the time stone anymore because of the infinity gauntlet and all that. But the old idea of you know reversing time enough that it would have gone back to erase the tape, then J Jonah Jameson has nothing to air and nothing comes out versus doing what he's doing, you know, or something like I, I kept thinking with magic, there's almost too many options for things that you could start doing. Well, what about, well, what about, well, what about, but since this is what we're dealing with, it's like, I actually enjoyed, that sequence of him trying to cast the spell and Peter constantly, but oh, what about May? I couldn't put her through that again. Right. What about MJ? What about Ned? What, what about... And, and I love that every time he's like, stop talking! You know, he's getting more and more upset about it.
1: And I enjoyed that, but... I did too, and I think it, that... It was different. Yeah, and I think that's a big part. I think people kind of overlook that because that's their other thing. They're like, well, the spell itself doesn't make sense. And it's like, well, how would he mess... And to me, I think it's more Peter messed it up than anything else. And I think this is a spell that, you know, people throwing out there, well, why didn't we just make everybody forget about Mysterio? And I think this is a spell that definitely requires consent. Like, there's a yeah. reason he took Peter down there with it. There's a reason he needed Peter to stop talking. There's a, you know what I mean? Like, he needed mm-hmm. Peter was the focal point of that spell. I think yeah, if Mysterio yeah. had still been alive you know, then maybe our options would have been better to be like, okay, let's make Mysterio the focal point, spell, make him forget or, you know, the world forget him. You know, yeah. but that's not an option anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I just... For me, I, I enjoyed Strange Threat, and I think the other thing is, you know, yes, Peter's a kid, but for Doctor Strange, number one, he's not a father. He's not Peter's mm-hmm. father. You know, this is... Granted, he's a boy, but I mean, they're, they're graduated they're or they're graduating, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. or applying to college. So, I mean, we're not talking 14, 15, even 16. I mean, we're talking like he's going to be able to vote, you know, he's yeah. going yeah. to college. He's and number one, like I fought on a di- distant planet with him.
2: Yeah. You well, know, that's, I mean, like, like, yeah,
1: are you really thinking about I mean, he even tries that throughout the movie, like that you know, call me Steven. Now well, that does sound a little weird. Like they're in an yeah. awkward place in their relationship, where it's like, you know, we battled aliens and we saved half, you know, the universe together. You know, I'm gonna forget that you're, you know, you don't even have your license yet.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, so yeah.
0: It, it was, it was, it was a, it's, a neat it's dynamic. funny. It's like the, the only people that I would remotely look at is you could be a father figure for, for Peter Parker in the MCU is probably Captain America. Because <laughs> he's the only person where I'd be like, he's at least trustworthy enough that you know he's going to have your back constantly and he's going to. You know, and he, he'll be, I could do this all day. And he's going to, I mean, hell, they got him on the freaking videos for uh, the kids yeah. at the, at his high school. So you're in detention. Well, you know,
1: and, I think you this know, guy's for me, a it's, war, I think this guy's a war criminal now. A war criminal, but well, whatever. The district says I have to, I have to play <laughs> this. <laughs> and,
0: and it's like, you know, any, any person he turns to in the MCU for like help is usually somebody that is an egotistical Son of a bitch, basically. Well, one that's way or it. another.
1: Yeah. And yeah. and
0: it's like these things always backfire on
1: them. You know, them. So, on top yeah. of that you had Wong making fun, you know, tell Strange, like, no, oh, don't you do that. You know, don't. Yeah. And, and so there was a bit of that too. Like, Stephen's like, well, I was the source for the Supreme and he snatched it because I was gone for five years. Mm-hmm. But so I think it was kind of all that, like, like to me, that's Dr. Strange. Now, maybe people who mm-hmm. have followed him a bit longer than me, they are, any anyway, length longer than me. Uh you know, maybe maybe that's where they're coming from, but to me from what I've seen, like this this is consistent, you know, and
0: Well it, And even, again, uh, you don't if, want
1: the you don't want the credits to roll, you know, twenty minutes into the movie. So no, you gotta get no. that kind of suspension of disbelief as well.
0: I mean any for anybody who watched what if yeah. I mean, what if had the perfect version of that on there where it's every time something went wrong, he just went back and tried to redo it again, Re- went yeah. back and tried to redo it. And he kept making it worse and worse and worse until he's got his own arch enemy as himself being like the the emo, dark Dr. Strange. Ooh. Yeah, And apparently they're going to even play that up in his movie now, the the Multiverse of Madness, which Ramey, there you go. He's back in that one now. Um. So it it, it works for me in that way, because it's like, if we wouldn't have had this happen, we wouldn't have gotten what we got out of it. So I am more than forgiving in that way. And I'm not trying to look into it further than, you know, scrutinizing it like some people out there have, but I can definitely feel like, and again, you know, me being a dad, it's like, there is that, we're the checklist of, okay. Did you think of this? Did you do this? Did you do? We didn't do that, so maybe go do that next, and then figure out what happens. Instead, it's just no. I can just make a spell and just we're good to go. And and I I liked and I I liked how um, that whole battle that they have in the mirror mirror dimension. Yes, how cool was that? And and even in the uh, when when uh, Peter's astral self comes out because he's trying to grab the the box away from Strange and everything and. One thing I heard in a review that I didn't see on the screen because in the IMAX version you can see it supposedly is when Peter, um, when, when he gets pushed out of into the astral form, Yeah. apparently they have the lightning around his head to show that his spider sense is kicked in in that moment and mm. I couldn't see it in the theater. I so it's something that, that I'm going to be looking for when it's on home video. Release to see if they if they give you enough to see that because how cool is that they gave us Electro the way that we've been waiting and they also get the spider tingling yeah you know, the spider senses uh, symbols so oh, that's awesome. and I like that oh it's math you're good at math you know you're good at geometry and it's all just right. geometry to get out of the mirror dimension
1: <laughs> no I like that I like how they tied him up there he got the, the the rings away from him you know. Yeah, So much payoff. <laughs> I mean, to, Ned and MJ, I mean, they were, I actually really liked where they went with them. You know, oh, my grandma always said we have a bit of magic in our family. Yeah. Like, I thought that it was, was ma- just a, like, that was a funny line. But then later it's like, wait it a minute. It pays man. off. You know, like, my, hands, my hands always get a little tingly, you know. <laughs> <Stop>. Yeah. And <laughs> later with oh. him, like you said, with him opening the portals and everything, it's like. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Um
0: Absolutely.
1: So we get we get our Spider Man. They the you know, we talked a little bit about the lab scene. Uh probably the last part I want to pull out of there is <laughs> uh it just made me it made me chuckle. It's worth a mention here. It's when they're trying to figure out what cure to do for what villain and Andrew Garfield's Spider Man like Oh, well, I'll, to, I'll, I'll whip up a cure for the lizard. Shouldn't be any yep. big deal. And they're both like, looking like. They before. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I've done it before. And like, <laughs> again, reinforce, I, I mean, it's a funny moment showing his character, mm-hmm. but at the, at the same time, it's, um, it's giving Tom's Spider-Man that confirmation. Like, no, they are helping. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying, like, look, he already did this once. You know, mm-hmm. we're, it's, it's, it's a, well, that whole question for Tom, it's like, well, who am I as a Spider-Man? Who am I going to be? And then you got these two here, like, showing him the way, you know, which yeah. is something that they, they didn't even have, you know? So that's that camaraderie between them. I mean, mm-hmm. that you felt that. I mean, yes, part of it's acting, whatever, but I, I'm sorry, but even beyond acting, there is, like, a brotherhood there. Yeah. Like, they they just had such great chemistry together throughout the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. I always wanted brothers. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> and I love, I love that when they're in the middle of... Uh, well, it's before they have the big battle uh, with uh, all the villains, but I, I just love that where Andrew Garfield's like, I'm the lamest one of you guys. I fought a guy, you know, I fought a lizard and I fought a, yeah. a guy in a rhino suit. He's just like you and then he's like, I fought a purple alien and like, you've been to space
1: yeah <laughs> that. oh that was awesome yeah, when they were comparing comparing the villains, yeah, and, yep. and, oh yeah i uh, yeah i fought I had to, uh, yeah, they both fought aliens and yeah
2: hmm <laughs> oh, you
1: just didn't get your third movie, buddy. Yeah. <clears throat> uh,
0: honestly, uh, like, and and I, I got to admit, the part with him that got me, and I, I know there's a ton of people talking about it, but it was that redemption moment for him. that, Like uh, you were saying, like, people in the oh, audience God, were crying yes. for May. I was ugly crying at that moment because, it, like, I didn't think that was going to happen. Because, number one, I haven't watched that movie since it was in the theaters. So I, I know Gwen dies, and I remember yep. that whole sequence. But it didn't register that he would be the one to dive in. because I, And I love that moment with Tom's diving down, figuring he's going to save MJ. He gets knocked aside. Yep. And, and you even see the look on MJ's face like, I'm dead. And then you just see Andrew just boom, headlong to go get her. And that, that whole him holding her. It's like, are you okay? And then he just it, the the way he is choking up there. I just him. start bawling. I'm like, I'm like, God damn it! They did it. They gave him he this is it. this is what he needed. The whole yes. like he needed this, and I love that She's like, are you okay? <laughs> and he's just yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, I that moment was what solidified. I'm like, I'm like, I really would love to see him back at least one more time, if not. Bring him back for more. Bring him, cross him back in with Tom Holland again I, for another I, movie. I don't care if they bring Toby, but bring him back for another that, round.
1: There was a lot of tears welling during the movie, mm-hmm. but that is the moment where I let. Yep. I. Just, yep. And the thi- like you said, the thing is, you know, we saw the moment in the theater or in the trailer and everything, but there was nothing to indicate like. You watch a trailer; it shows a shot of Tom, you know, reaching yeah. down.
0: Yep. yep. So
1: you're like, okay, it's his, it's Tom's moment.
0: It's it's his win yes, moment. Yeah.
1: That, that moment where Goblin swooped in and grabbed him immediately after. I'm like, what?
2: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. same I thing. I know, and it all just happened so quick. But yeah, then, but then, then once you see Andrew, you know. Whooshing down after that, it just wells up, and you're like, "He's got," and well, you know, you don't know. Honestly, you don't know. It's a Spider-Man movie. No,
0: no, you don't. No, know, you don't. Like,
1: you know, there's a part in the back of your brain that's like, "Are they gonna do this to him twice?"
0: Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: you know, but no, he gets and start. that, and that's what got me asking uh, was him standing there holding MJ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Andrew Garfield, the actor. God, like that, everything. He doesn't say anything, but the the facial expressions throughout that are like, you get that whole thing. You get him reliving it with Gwen, him realizing Mm -hmm. he saved her this time, the relief. Like, I've been holding Mm -hmm. on to this for, who knows how long his time, five years,
2: Mm -hmm. 10
1: years? You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But just that you can just see his body just kind of, release the tension and it's like i did it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: well, that's it, what it, got me
0: yeah i mean it's it's that whole moment of you know like it, it's the catharsis there and yeah and, you know knowing knowing that story and seeing it play out in his movies knowing she was going to die in that movie, because it's just, if you have her in there and she's falling, there's no way that they're not going to go to that storyline. Right. Cause that to me is like, if you do that and then she's saved, right. that's just like, that's cop out at that point. You can't yeah. do that. Right. And you know, like it, I, I can't, I can't even think you know, all these, all these things, like the amount of times I've screwed something up or the amount of times I did something wrong. Yeah. And here's this moment. He gets to do it again. And he, you know, it's there, there, there were, there were like no words. I'm just there. I'm, I'm crying. My daughter's like, why, why are you crying? I'm like, I'm like, you'll see when we watch these. I'm like, you know, you, you don't know what they, part of, part of why I love these kind of movies is the fact that you get to see things play out in a way that you can't react to them in real life and in that, in that way. And it's, it's very much like you're right there with them and you felt his pain watching that in the theater. Like that was, that and the kid moments are the parts that stuck with me in Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man too. Like uh, that ending and and him grieving over her. And, and like when, when you see the snap and you're thinking, Oh, it's going to be okay, but still that snap and you see her body and you're like, Oh, you know? And even though I knew it was happening, they did it such a way where in the theater, I was still like, (laughs) you know, And, and, and it's like good on them for, you know, like I've I've known this throughout right. most of my life that that was supposed to happen, but they still managed to make me gasp the way that they did it. And here we got this moment, and it's like you know the redemption, him him finally letting go of it, finally feeling like you know it wasn't my fault, you know, and and I I could do this for her, and that's his. I can go into my world now and feel like I can be a symbol of hope again, versus it being. I'm out there just not pulling my punches ever again. Exactly. He got that back now. and uh, I, I, it's, it's funny because there's, there's very much like watching him in this movie, it's not just you're looking at Peter Parker, you're looking at Andrew Garfield. You're literally looking at him and going, this movie is also for you. Everything you're doing in here, yes, this is your Peter's story and you're getting these payoffs, but at the same time, it's like this is also for you, dude. Right? You did you you missed you, that third movie. You got you were, robbed. You got the yep. rug pulled out from under you. And and everything they did with his character in this made me just go like, in the right hands, a third movie would be amazing. I don't want to see the the old version. Bring in like, right. like like we said already. Bring him in right after he leaves and goes back to his universe again. And let's see what him become that hero now. You know, how right. cool would that be?
1: And that's, you know, of course, wrapping up here, uh, you know, uh, Tom and Goblin's fight there, you know, on the shore, on the shield, you know, Ellis Island, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, even after all that, all the talks with the older Spider Man, all that, my God, Tom was going to kill him. Tom mm-hmm. was going to kill Goblin. There was not a doubt in his mind. He was going to end him after all that. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: when Toby steps in and catches mm-hmm. that glider, oh, and so out of good.
0: the two of them, he's the only one that could have done that. And oh, it's got to be him. I, I've, it's I, I've I've heard people actually say, you know, the fact that he says nothing; it's no, just him looking at him and holding that. Get, and it's, it's between them. Him that, you know, giving that. him
1: that minute. Like, dude, think about yeah, this.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Once,
1: once you do this, that's no going back they're yeah. not going back and all that is said with no dialogue you mm-hmm. know and like I said that's yeah, that's Toby's villain that's his first mm-hmm. you know he's but even he's mm-hmm. like hey look I didn't want him to die Yes, yeah, sometimes your villains are going to die that doesn't mean that you kill them like that mm-hmm. that's the difference there that's what you need mm-hmm. to understand yes some of these villains have died I've done everything I could to save them to stop them from harming others without putting them down and it's like and that's that's that line you've gotta understand that and mm-hmm. you know but that but that that sound as goblin stabs Toby in the back yeah and I did not see that coming and mm-hmm. if you had asked me in the moment to me, Toby was dead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my God, they killed him. Mm-hmm. Those sons of bitches, they killed him.
0: <laughs> I had, exactly. There was,
1: you know, and then he's lying there just still as can be. I mean, I'm like. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would have been so pissed if that's how they had ended Toby's Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like Agreed. In an I alternate actually, universe, like I yeah. was getting angry in the theater. Like, I—that's how you do him.
0: <laughs> I, I, I—I'm pretty sure I said at least one or two explet- expletives there because yep. I, I was like, I didn't expect it to be his final go round. The way that was getting set up and everything. Oh, uh, we got a message from Jesse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's but, okay. Um,
0: he's okay. He's okay. Um, but yeah, I, I love that they did that. I I I, I as much as I, I in the moment it shocked me, I yeah. like that they did that because it still made me go, I don't know how this is supposed to end, and there's no guarantee these two Spider-Men are gonna walk out of this. Right. Um But I I, I did like the whole you you hurt really bad right now. Oh, it hurts is really bad you know, like yeah. the, later on and stuff. And, and oh yeah, just,
1: when he once he gets up and he's like, yeah, once he he's, gets, he's playing up and, off the time. He's like, oh yeah, I've been yeah. I've been stabbed before. I've
0: been stabbed before. Yeah,
1: no, no worries. <laughs> and then yeah, once just him and Andrew, it's like,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, this hurts.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really bad. Yeah, um, it, it, it reminds me of Spider Man too when MJ sees him and he's he's holding up that girder and he's yeah. like, hi. This is really heavy, yeah. <laughs> I always love that moment too but yeah i i I love that this movie never had me figuring I knew everything that was going to happen, and the way they did it like that's the other thing too. this whole mission toms on in this movie where he's trying to save them the entire time, and that yeah. is his mission statement from May, and he wants to see it through, and you know it's like I I, first off, that's a that's a whole new angle that I absolutely love about the movie. I love that he doesn't look at these guys as with your villains in your world, you should just die. Right, right. I love that that showed the you know, the redemption side of it for for me with Spider Man and all that. And then the fact that the you have the two other Spider Men showing up in there, they're contributing in such meaningful ways that this movie. It's like I, I hesitate to say a movie is magical. But this one was magical, and and the Forever thing that I lost. absolutely loved, but like I, I'll I'll say this really quick about about the comparison I made earlier in the episode, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh God, it relied awesome. on nostalgia. It relied on it to tell the story, and to me, it it just leaned into it to the point where I just sat there going, I don't need this version of nostalgia, but this movie did nostalgia in a way where it made it stronger because of that it made, it made it incorporated into the story and it didn't just keep replaying the greatest hits it made the story progress further because the greatest hits were applied and what they brought to the table made the story play out in a way where you didn't even know what was going to happen and that's why I loved it so much. And it, it, I literally was in the theater going this is a freaking magical movie experience between the crowd cheering, between right. it, it, you know, the, the story playing out, between the acting, between the camaraderie and the and the chemistry between the three Spider-Man. like, yeah. Like I couldn't have asked for a better Christmas present except yeah. for the stuff that my wife got me this year. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: and that's it. Like I've I've seen that I've seen that either complaint or comparison or that Question. You know, um, and not many people bring up Ghostbusters. I know that's a big thing that you and I had. We'll get into that at some point here. Mm-hmm. Not today.
2: But no, no, no. no.
1: Kind of a one that I keep seeing thrown out there is uh, Force Awakens. And people go, well, how can you deride Force Awakens? Basically, you know, everyone says, "Oh, Force Awakens is just fan service and rehashing plots," but now you all are going, you know, gugu gaga over No Way Home, which they feel is the same. To me, it's not. Like this is not. Yes, we're bringing in the villains. We're bringing in the Spider Man. We're not doing Ramy Spider Man One. We're not nope. doing Rainy Spider-Man 2. Are we no. doing Little a lot? You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Yes. Of course we are. They're, they're characters. They're gonna, you know... Mm-hmm. My wife hates how often I use the same phrases. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, they, it's their go-tos. Yeah, it's,
1: Right. You're gonna... If that's your character, you are gonna talk like that. But there's a difference between using those characters and just going like... Alright, you know... That, you know, here's plot points A, B, C, and D. Like, this was a whole new story. Agreed. You know, they they referenced stuff, they used stuff, but it was not a rehashing of any of the previous movies. So I think Mm -hmm. that's the big part to me. And, I mean, just speaking for myself, I don't know how it can be fan service because... I never knew I wanted this. Like me if you neither. had come to me years ago and said, What if we do a movie with all of the live action Spider-Man in Eh? I guess. Honestly, even I mean his closest equivalent is the animated Into the Spider-Verse. And even mm-hmm. that one I waited forever to see because it wasn't something I'm like I I don't think I need this. You know, Mm -hmm. Spider-Ham and Spider-Gwen and, you know, Spider-Man Noir. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. have any ties to these characters. Like, I know Mm -hmm. all of them, but I never followed them. Or, you know, I never read their comics. I'm... Even Miles Morales, I've never... You know, my Ultimate Spider-Man days were well before he came on... You know, before the death of Peter Parker, before he came into the picture. Like, Mm -hmm. I... So I waited forever to see that. I enjoyed the movie eventually when I saw it, but it wasn't something I knew I needed. You know, maybe for some fans that it was, but I don't know. I guess I'm just saying I just, I didn't know where this movie was going even while watching it. But at the end of the day, looking back, I'm like, this is exactly what I needed and it works exactly so well but it's nothing I ever would have come up with on my own. And I think that's the best part of it. I love being surprised. I love being shocked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love not being able to go like, oh, they're doing, you know, they're doing the Clone Saga. It's going to do this, this, and this. Or they're doing, oh, here's the Green Goblin story arc. We're going to do this, this, and this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, I mean, this was refreshing and new. Um and that might just be because of where I am as a comic reader and where I ended as a comic reader because I know they've done a lot of stuff you know with Spider verse and such in the comics, which maybe this is more derivative of than I'm realizing
0: well <clears throat> for me at least the way I look at it is like i I absolutely love into the spider verse it's one of my absolute favorite superhero movies of all time and i didn't expect that going into that movie i just there was a a night when my wife and my daughter were going out to do something and i said i'll take my son to go see that because he's he was really into spider-man next thing i know i leave the theater in tears going that was the most awesome movie i've seen probably for the last couple years like visually story everything but it was a miles morales origin Whereas, you know, the people that that think that one is the best Spider-Man movie, I I can't say you're wrong, but I also look at it from a, but at the end of the day, I know a new generation sees Miles as their Spider-Man and there's nothing wrong with that because Miles is a great character, but I grew up from the, you know, 78 all the way until now, Peter Parker. And the fact that we've had three actors, technically four, if you want to count uh, the Hammond who played him in the 70s. Nobody counts that. I, I can't remember his first name off the top of my hand. It's bugging me. But um, anyway, it, you had three in our in our twenty years now that have played this role and made an impact in one way or another for fans, and you get to see that playing out in a way where you, like you said, you didn't know you wanted this. Right, I didn't know I wanted this. I, I haven't looked at a Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man Two is being a, a reason to show up at a movie theater anymore. To be honest. And here I am, and I'm going in the middle of COVID, checking this movie out with my kids, and I'm sitting there in the theater going, everything about this is something I needed, and I had no idea I wanted this thing as much as I do. Now, the thing is, time will tell. I will say, in Into the Spider-Verse's case, I've seen that thing in at least the mid-double digits now, because my son was every day playing that, for, especially during quarantine. And that thing still holds up. If he has it on, I'll sit through it every freaking time. This movie, I'll be curious if I want to do that every single time. But I honestly think it's like, I think both of those are probably the best Spider-Man movies that we've had so far out of anything we've gotten. And, and a lot of it comes from the emotion in those movies. It's not about who does the best Peter Parker or any of that stuff. It's about the, these moments are what makes it essential that it's a Spider-Man movie and the payoff to it is something as a fan you are empathizing with in that way. The, us, us both crying a bit with uh, Andrew Garfield saving MJ in that moment. The, the, it's the same as every time I watch, uh, into the Spider-Verse. The minute that Miles shows up at, uh, at Aunt Me's door, it's like, took you long enough and he gets the suit and you have him finally running through the streets of New York and he's woohoo and and all that stuff. It's like every time that happens I get misty. because I'm like, you're getting to see that kid turn into a man. Yep. And it's not just a man, it's Spider Man. How awesome is that, you know? So real yeah. quick
1: real quick here, Nicholas Hammond is the name you were looking for.
0: Nicholas right? Hammond. Okay. At least I got the last name.
1: So. You did. <laughs> I've never watched that series. It went for three seasons though. I never realized it was even on that one.
0: You ever uh, wanted to see Spider-Man cast a net? There you go, because yeah. that's basically what he did when he shot a web. He just shot a, a net out of his arm. So nice,
2: yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, and at at the end of that, you know, with and with with Tom's Peter giving up his life. I mean, not he's alive. Don't worry, guys. But you know he he goes ahead with the spell. It's the only way to stop it. You know, um, you know they're at the Statue of Liberty. <clears throat> they defeat all those villains, but there's more breaking through. Like the multiverse is mm-hmm. breaking down. Um, mm-hmm. Who do you see? I saw the only ones that I could pick out were Craven and Rhino. Those were the I only two really... that I could notice.
0: Rhino was the main one I caught and I actually like nudged both of my kids because they know him from video games. Yeah. But I could not for the life of me pick I there were a few where I was curious if it was gonna be like Spider Gwen, because there was like a few people that were moving a little
1: bit more and I was like
0: yeah. from the from the, the body language, but I, I couldn't make out I mean, many of them off quick, the top but of my head. saw
1: Next to Rhino there was there was a guy holding the spear and he had like these looked like the mm. you know, craven. For, you know, so but other than that, it was too quick. I couldn't. Now, once that comes digital, I will be
0: well, yeah, we're pausing,
1: pausing and <laughs> seeing what I see but exactly. For theater that's who I could pick out, but so he goes ahead with the spell, and the spell honestly was even more intense than I ever realized it was previous to this. I mean, mm-hmm. it wiped Peter Parker off the map. Nobody has any memory of him whatsoever. It's as if he never existed. I mean, when he goes to the grave of his Aunt May, and Happy's there, and he has no idea who he is. You know, no one even knows that he's related to May. You know, just nothing. It really sunk in, like... I don't know. I just... I, I guess I just never really thought about it earlier in the movie, like... No, when he says no one's going to remember you, like literally nobody, nothing never existed. It's like damn.
0: (laughs) I I, I even like the humanity in that moment too because Doctor Strange being Doctor Strange he always has that aloofness and all that and then the minute he starts casting spells like it was nice to know you Peter Parker and I even got a little choked up there because I'm like even he's going to miss the kid. You know, like and yeah. And then on top of that, something I'm realizing is uh, we you have Happy at the grave and it's like, yeah. this is not the first grave he's visited. No. And there's that, you know, it's like everybody that he cares about is getting ripped from him too and you yep. kind of have that. Like, I, I kind of wanted Happy to to look at him like and you want a cheeseburger? Because <laughs> of the whole thing with the, uh, Iron Man's kid and Endgame, but yeah, like you know, how did you know? Or oh, through Spider Man. I'm like, oh my God, to be standing there and have to play this out like you never have met this guy, but right. you, know like you, he, can't, you you can't, you can't even
1: offer the support you want, Ex- exactly, because he's going to you're a weirdo, like. and, and 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 then
0: and then on top of that, you know, he gets to he gets to see what MJ and Ned are up to, and he, yep. it, it's like you can tell he wants to he wants to give a little more there. He wants to throw it all.
1: He he went there with every Mm -hmm. intention of just like, hey, look, just listen. It's me. Crazy, (laughs) but here we go. This is what happened. But he realized Mm -hmm. that's that's not fair to them. That's not like it's you can't Mm -hmm. do that. They're not going to believe you. You could damage your relationship forever. You know. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I can think of, I mean, obviously MJ and Peter Gas had blah blah blah. But for me, you know, <clears throat> with Ned, him talking to the other spider man finding out about their best friends, yeah, so they yeah. turned on him. Mm-hmm. And at the Statue of Liberty, when Ned is like, don't worry, <laughs> Peter, I won't try to kill you. And Peter missed all that. Tom Holland, Peter yeah. missed all that. So he's like thanks? Like, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. But then we get to the end, and you're like, knowing the legacy of who Ned Leeds could potentially be, Mm -hmm. and now knowing that he has forgotten the promise he made to Peter, it's like, Mm -hmm. I got chills thinking of potential there, like, Mm -hmm. this could could go bad. Very Mm -hmm. quickly, very easily, and I I'm sure we haven't seen the last of that thread.
0: No, and I, I hope that they do play it up at some point. Uh, I don't know if I need him to be like a flat-out villain, but it would be interesting. However, they do it because that is a plot point. Where the yeah. whole thing to me is like a plot point because it, it there are people out there going, okay, they're they're working on four, five, and six. I think already. I know so they're going forward play. four. Yeah, but. You know, it's like if they're doing another trilogy with this, and they don't have that payoff in one way, shape, or form by the sixth movie. That's a
1: that. If nothing else, they at least need him in kind of the the old school Aunt May to J. Jonah Jameson role, where Ned is very vocal against Spider-Man. Like, at least go there. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Where who was once my best friend, he helped me. Now he's like against everything I stand for. Like. But I think they'll probably push it even further. So
0: (laughs) It'll be interesting. I mean, who would have thought that a memory wipe spell would make more doors open for possibilities than not at the end of this movie, but it did.
1: And at the end, I said it here. I'm on record.
2: (laughs) Again, I
1: have to eat my words. I... Said on the previous episode, I was always disappointed that we never got that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, that kid that's on his own, making his own costume, you know. I did not see any way that Tom Holland could ever be that Spider-Man, based on Homecoming and Far From Home. They fucking did it.
0: <laughs> they did, and that moment when I saw it, I'm just like, "Oh man, Matt is gonna have trouble with this part because that was I, great. I loved it.
1: <laughs> you get him in the apartment. You get
0: mm-hmm.
1: it pans to the mask on the bed, in the sewing machine, mm-hmm. in the fabric, mm-hmm. and then he just be busts out that window in that fully spandex hand sewn." Mm-hmm. Costume.
2: Mm. Hmm. Yeah. And
1: it was that moment. Like I said, there was <laughs> there was moments earlier in the movie where I'm like, "Where are we going with this?" And it was at that moment where I'm going, "This whole damn thing was his origin story."
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: And I. I. I I can't believe they hoodwinked me like that. I mean, I, I, yeah, I like to think that I, you know, like I said, we we know so much. We've seen so much. We've read so much. We're like we usually at least have an inkling of where things are going. And they had me up until that last scene
2: mm-hmm.
1: that I never would have been at any point before they're gone. Oh yeah, this is just his origin story. We're gonna get to that, Peter. I thought that Peter was gone. The Uncle Ben, the mm-hmm. great power, great responsibility, like all of that. We lost it all. Yeah. But that's right where we are at the end of this, and I yeah. have to applaud these filmmakers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, the first two movies did a really good. Um, they did a really good job of showing him <clears throat> using whatever Tony gave him. Usually, yeah. got him into more trouble than it was worth. And yes, it was helpful, and it, but still, it, it went to places that even like Tony. Tony installed the uh, the the kill option yeah. and he's i don't want to kill people no it's like it, it, tony designed it the way tony made, thought of it and made yeah. sense and in the case of peter he's not that guy you know and and i like that in the end of uh homecoming he, he just goes i'm good i need to be somebody's got to be out there for the little guy and he walks away from that yeah. and in the sequel it was because of tony's tech that that's how that all ended up Screwing him over yep. anyway, too, because of the of the Edith and all that stuff. Yeah.
1: And so for it's like f- it
0: makes sense. Get away from it. Do your a second. Saying?
1: There, he thinks everything's good. He's like, okay, we stopped Mysterio, got rid of that, M- and exactly. like who I am. Like everybody who's important to me knows. Like I can finally get on with my life, and then of course mm-hmm. Mysterio, runs yep. all that. So,
0: exactly. But,
1: but yeah, then to get then to get here in that very ultimate Spider-Man-looking costume as Mm -hmm. well. That's the other thing. It's that shiny blue and red, which to me screams the ultimate comics. Mm -hmm. Um, And on top of that, going back to the homecoming, where, you know, Prowler talks about his nephew.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the possibilities in this universe that, you know we're coming up to and where they
0: well, go I, I same here because i i honestly would love to see miles show up in live action finally because uh into the spider verse did a great job of making that character known yep. so it would be fun to see here's who's going to play him for real and you know in, in, invite him into the new tom holland store because that was there was something in an article I was reading where he said if he's playing Spider-Man by the time he's 30, he's done something wrong. Yeah. He's 25 currently. Right. so And if they're doing three more movies, and they don't at least try to introduce Miles, they're doing something wrong, in my opinion anyway. right. Um, and one of the things I threw out there actually to Jesse and a buddy of ours, the whole the the Venom part. yes, And the fact that you have that little piece of venom left, a yep, little bit of the yep, symbiote yep. left. And um I, I was I was actually thinking, you know, like that interests me more than I wanted it to for the fact that I don't like how they do the Venom movies and all and Venom in the movies so far has not worked for me. But the thing that I think is cool about that is because he's been so reliant on Tony and he's always had a souped yeah. up suit and now he's going just legit Peter Parker when that hits, if that hits in the next four or next three movies somewhere, I like that idea of he's going to have his own troubles without having the tech in his suit now. And now all of a sudden here's something giving him power that is not tech. And it's him doing the whole, I forgot how much I wanted this and him, you know, then it turns into a bigger problem for him on that level. So, you know, I'd be curious to see what they do
1: there. And, now that Marvel has the rights to Fantastic Four back, we could actually get Reed Richards helping him with the black suit. Yeah, like in Super Wars. Like the creator originally intended.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, I... I've never had a problem with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but I, I had no I idea did. that this movie was going to do it. But now I know. You and I were on the opposite end of the spectrum on this. And that's
1: why I wanted to start with that because for all my issues, now I'm like, look where are we going, Tom. Come on, Spider-Man. Let's go. Because they completely redeem themselves. Like, I... I'm not going to say that Homecoming and Far From Home are my favorite Spider-Man movies. They're not. But... In retrospect, this one brings those up because now Mm -hmm. I see where they're going with this. And I still have gotten to a point where I get my Spider-Man. You Mm -hmm. know, it's it's and I I, honestly I'm my mind's racing with the possibilities of where do we go from here? I mean, no one knows about Peter Parker, none of the other heroes anymore. They know Spider-Man still. So now we get to see that. Fresh and new, where you know mm-hmm. he's letting people in, you know, as he deems it necessary or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, there's so much potential there, and then you got all the potential. You know, the rumors about you know, uh, Ramy's four and amazing three, and you know, who knows if anything will come from it. But it's exciting just to kind of think about like, hey, there's the possibility now. Exactly,
0: and it, uh, real quick, I think uh, I, if I heard right, the the director of the Spider-Man movie, John Watts, he's doing the Fantastic Four.
1: Oh, is he? Okay.
0: So it's like the fact that now you're talking about Reed Richards and and Peter working together. And say you, you got yeah. a chance right there, him bridging both of those worlds, maybe. So who knows?
1: Well, and I always remember like Johnny Storm and Peter were very close. They the exactly. So yeah. maybe that's one of the first guys that he kind of lets in now that, you know, mm-hmm. now that he's back to square one with the, I mean, not only is back with the secret identity, but he's really back with the secret identity. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll That'd be, be cool. Interesting uh, where they go from here. Um, do you think that Toby and Andrew's Spider-Man, do they remember this adventure or do they kind of get dropped back into their time? And I guess for the villains too, do we remember what happened here or do you think at the end they just get dropped back in their timeline? It's more like a, you never left type of thing.
0: I, I hope they do. I, 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 that's one of those time traveling things or whatever. It's like, you can't take away what they did, even though if you dropped them off a second after that, they came over, he, they still had that adventure, you know? So like, right. there's that element in it where I'm like, I don't want Andrew to lose it. And I don't want Toby to, no. cause like it, Toby, Toby, like I said, he was more like the uncle Ben for those guys this time around. And then Andrew doing the whole, he can finally stop being vengeful and be a hero again.
1: Yeah. at least. Get started Please down do it starts on that path.
0: It, yeah, yeah. Come back, you know, the comeback trail for Andrew at this point.
1: I agree. So, I I agree cross on my fingers. <laughs> now, the villains though, that's the interesting part to me. Because like I I want them to remember because otherwise, like what was the point? I mean, because they did mm-hmm. succeed in curing them all, which is something that even Andrew and Toby didn't succeed in. In completely in their movies, mm-hmm. but then you've got the okay, but then that completely changes everything. If, mm-hmm. if Norman's no longer insane when he goes back, then he doesn't die, so then Harry doesn't become the new goblin or whatever, it's stupid. Name they chose, and they couldn't just call him Green Goblin. So, you know, you got this butterfly effect of, yeah. All right, what are we going back to then? More so, I think, with the Toby movies than the Andrews. I think the Andrews pretty much can get through with Lizard and Electrum, could probably be better moving forward, mm -hmm. honestly. um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah, the whole timeline could change.
0: It, it is interesting in that way because, like, those... It's like, okay, if Goblin doesn't die, he still... He still did the whole movie up until the ending, then.
1: Right.
0: And then if Goblin, you know, Goblin doesn't die, then then it doesn't put a rift between him and Harry. And right. then on top of that, if Octavius doesn't die, then, you know, that that's a whole... Well, then how do you, They fix the, the chip, yeah. but then that's at the end of his thing you know it's like there's all these that's why I'm almost like let's not go to Toby Toby was great to be in this movie and I'm good that if he doesn't show up again but Andrew has the most possibilities there because those didn't affect him becoming who he is and the the, because those were major events within Toby's timeline with him it was more this was Tuesday with Andrew you know and so that's just my take on it but yeah that does turn it into a cluster. Yes. If you think about it too hard.
1: Octavius, not as much, really, because he had, uh, even with the chip malfunctioning, he did you know, stop the reactor. Like, he had already, he was like, what am I doing? And he, uh, you know, he was Mm -hmm. taking steps there, so basically, it sets him up, actually, to be a pretty strong ally, which maybe changes the events of Spider-Man 3, if Spider-Man can call on Doc Ock to, you know what I mean? Like that's
0: I want to see that movie. I want to see that movie because because they did a good job of having him show up even as a cavalry in this movie for that. Yeah. And I thought that was great. And and again, you know, Doc Ock was a character I never gave a crap about, but in the movies they managed to have Alfred Molina, and that guy's got charisma.
2: That
0: true. guy's got that charm and. And like by the time that that movie ended, even I was like, I don't want to see him die. I just like to see him like not be evil, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like don't kill the city,
1: but just you know, right? <laughs> be cool, man. Did you see that meme of Alfred Molina where he's he's been in movies with yeah. each of the Ant maze like outside yeah. of yeah. this, and he's like, it's like, hello nephews,
0: <laughs> hello nephews. <laughs> That yeah, would have been good. the best way to end the whole movie is just like, you know, Tom Holland walks into May's apartment and there he, there he is cuddling Marissa Tomei and even They're like, we had a date.
1: <laughs> then he walks away or whatever.
0: <laughs> to the oh, Captain America God. line. <laughs>
1: oh, I love it. I can't wait to see where they go, I hope, I hope they keep them coming. I mean, I hope they mm-hmm. get another trilogy out of this. That's Like I said, that's a, that's <laughs> how much of an about-face this movie did for me. I mean, it was well, it, all the points. It was amazing, sensational, spectacular, and friendly. Well,
0: it, it, there was something Marvel put out, actually, uh, I want to say like a week after the movie came out, and they've now actually deemed... Uh, I think it's it's Toby is the friendly neighborhood Spider Man, and now Andrew will be amazing Spider Man, and that leaves Tom being possibly just Spider Man because there was that comic, or maybe he's the ultimate. sensational Spider Man. Ultimate. ultimate.
1: He's basically ultimate. Did you not see? Put it did you thing. not see the costume at the end of the movie? No,
0: but it, well, it was the ultimate storyline, basically yeah. too, in in, in, a, in a certain way. But at the same time, it's like they're not really going out of their way to say it's ultimate either, you know? Like, But they're deeming them, those are yeah. what they're knighting them now Is okay, Toby's friendly neighbor, which I kind of wish they they said that Tom was because he used it in the movie. He actually had that note about, please don't steal this bike, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man or whatever at the first yeah, movie. Yeah,
1: but I, I, so, I get where they're going there because he, yeah. Tom can never just be that with what came before. I mean, he's getting sure. closer.
0: hmm but yeah, it is ultimate. You're right.
1: It's totally ultimate, and I know that. <laughs> 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 All right. Any final thoughts?
0: Best movie I've seen this year, uh, hands down. I I was. I between this and Endgame, and I don't really even judge them on the same level because Endgame brought out some of a, a lot of stuff with me, but this one for me was just like. I felt like I was revisiting stages of my yeah. own life watching each of those on the screen. And that it, that meant a lot to me um in a lot of ways because of the different places I was with with uh life but um yeah it, it probably one of my absolute favorite superhero movies right up there with into the, the spider verse ironically. So is yeah. this,
1: is this now the best Spider-Man movie in your opinion?
0: Yes, but it also relies on the others in order to make this story oh, 100%, 100%. have the consequences. But it, yeah, it, for my money, if you've seen the other ones, it's like this is the best one you could ask for for everything leading up to it. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Previous, previously, mine was Spider-Man Two and Raimi's trilogy. Hmm. I think I think this one does stop it. Honestly, I got I. I still want to get back and watch it. I'm hoping to watch it one more time in the theaters before it's gone. I don't know if that's going to happen, but so this is definitely mm-hmm. one I'm going to rewatch a number of times. Um, Same here. I guess last but not least, now that we've, you know, we finished Toby's trilogy, we got all we can for now. With Andrew's trilogy, and now finishing Tom Holland's trilogy. Best Spider Man.
0: Best Spider-Man out of the three of them. Yep. Um, see, that's the thing. I I absolutely love Tom. I, I and and there's it's not saying there's anything wrong with it, Toby or Andrew, but he all around has what I like about it. Physicality. Yeah. He can do the Spider-Man stuff. Um, he, he, he doesn't have the wisecracking like Andrew. That's the only thing that edges him out a little bit more as Spider Man for me. Mm -hmm. He was really good with that. He had that accent and everything and all that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like each of them have these heartfelt moments that are meaningful and stuff. But yeah, all around Tom, Tom's just won me over that much with every, and, 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 and he cemented himself in the MCU on top of that. And I love the MCU. So that's really, it's hard to divorce myself from the MCU to know, okay, Toby did his own thing, Andrew did his. But What about you?
1: Fair uh, I still gotta go Andrew. I still think that he <laughs> hits... I mean, to- Toby's like my first love, and Tom's mm-hmm. the cool new kid, and I'm really curious to see where it goes from here with Tom. I think Tom mm-hmm. now has the potential to win it for me, but like I said, I'm I'm turning around, but I've still got those first two, which I feel not as deep of a connection to, especially, it's, you know, Tom Spider-Man, especially in Homecoming. I'm still not sold on that. So for me, Andrew, he is the, the best all around, like you said, the wisecracking, you know, he his storylines and everything. I really think he he really focuses in on kind of what I view as Spider-Man. So, for now, it's going to be Andrew, but Tom's got potential, and I don't think he's done with the role yet.
0: I, for for me, uh, just following up real quick, for yeah. me at least, with with Andrew, I wish they would have written him like Tom, and it, it, cool, like yeah. it, as in as in like his it, the vengefulness. I I didn't want to see, and there was definitely things about his character, like even even the whole you know the promises. those are the best promises the break and all that stuff that Gwen it's like you know those moments for me never felt Peter Parker it felt like they wanted to just squeeze a different character into his Peter which bugged me I wanted to see like probably if you would have had the Tony or yeah the Toby Peter Mm -hmm. but updated a little more with the way that Andrew can deliver the lines and, and all that stuff, and maybe have it be more realistic of a world than the Raimi comic book looking world.
2: Yeah. I, I would have agreed that.
0: with you completely. Cause that's, that's, I think where my thing will always be is his Peter Parker never felt like they wanted to write a Peter Parker. They felt like they wanted to write just an emo kid because of like Twilight and stuff like that to me. And that's, that's the only sure. way I can describe it. And I'm not trying to. You know, it's like that's it, he shined above what they gave him. Yeah, and that's why I I will always be like I can see why you love that, but I always felt like they hamstrung him based on how they did that versus if they would have made him legit Peter Parker, I honestly felt like he probably would be that that actor out of the three of them then because he would have been able to do both flawlessly. The guy's up for like Golden Globes and Oscars again. I mean, uh, you know, it's like he's got it in him. He's he's a very As talented individual. So, yeah, it's like they're, they're, no, no one of them is a bad version. No, it's no, the writing no, in it. There. There's That's no bad the things. So there's no wrong yeah. things here.
1: No, there is. <laughs> oh, we are blessed. We are blessed yeah. to have to be in this era, this age. Um, oh. That's the last thing. So they said that this is the 27th movie in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Is it anymore, though, in your opinion? Because technically, well, no. there's at least five movies that we now yeah. need to add. <laughs> yeah. Just based on this.
0: Mm hmm. What's, what's funny is there was a meme of, uh, of <laughs> Toby talking to T- uh, Tony and, yeah. and doing the whole look at me. I'm the first MCU movie now, and it's like you know what you kind of got pull. are not now. wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, you just didn't show up in Avengers movies, but you're you literally got pulled into the MCU. So at this point, it, it didn't say Marvel Studios; it said Marvel. But yeah. I'd say it's pretty good. You know, like you can you can you can grade it on a curve and just say, yeah, that's the first
1: MCU movie now. It is everything. So. Everything's relevant.
2: <laughs> so, oh, yeah.
1: I know they'll keep, they'll keep it just straight, you know, well, in this universe, but still, it's nice. Like I said, it's nice. It's unexpected, especially in this day and age when everything is so split with, well, I own this right. I own that right. You know, not no. only for Marvel to get, you know, Spider-Man back at all, but then to be able to bring in. The Spider-Men, before they were really, you know, before they were Marvel Studios, like, Mm -hmm. that's a feat in and of itself in this day and age, with everybody wanting to hold on to their little bits of IP everywhere. So Exactly. We are blessed, we are lucky, and I need to go watch it again.
0: <laughs> awesome. I wish it was on Disney Plus or, or or Vudu right now, so I could just pop it on and I would kick do. back and watch it because I I could definitely go for it right about now. <laughs>
1: okay, All right, guys, I think that wraps up. That was our look at No Way Home. Probably about as long as No Way Home was, <laughs> but it was worth it. If somehow you yeah. watch this whole thing and have not seen No Way Home yet, I don't know what's wrong with you. Why you'd rather listen to us talk about it than go see it? But go see it. It's amazing. Go see it. you will
0: Go see it. Go see okay. it more than once if you can.
1: Absolutely. So, guys, take care. And until next time, go write Andrew Garfield and tell him how much you love him.